Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Service of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. On today's episode, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. And it, and it might seem like a basic question, but these are really, really important. The question is this, what does it mean to deny myself and take up my cross daily? Well, I can think of no other question that we need to consider than this one because it's absolutely critical to get the right answer on it. And and it's so important because the only way to follow Jesus Christ is to follow him to the very death every day. Jesus calls us to make a comprehensive and even a costly sacrifice to every single one of his disciples. He says in Luke 9, 23, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Like everything that Jesus said and everything that's in the Bible, we need to understand it in its proper context. Peter had just made his dramatic confession of Jesus as the Christ in Luke 9.20. Based on what he had seen and what he heard, and by the inward witness of God the Holy Spirit, Peter correctly identified Jesus as the Messiah, the Anointed One. This was a significant revelation. The disciples finally recognized Jesus as fully God. This was only the first step. In addition to knowing the person of of Jesus, the disciples also needed to understand his work. And so Jesus immediately began to teach them the things he needed to do for their salvation. He would endure suffering. He would endure rejection and death before rising on the third day. Jesus had to do these things because he was the Christ. And these were the things that, that Christ was sent to do. The only Christ that that Peter or anyone else can confess is Christ crucified and risen from the dead on the third day. All this was very hard for the disciples to understand. And when Jesus began speaking about his crucifixion and resurrection, they had no idea what he was even talking about. But, But Jesus said the most challenging thing of all. Just as he would suffer under death, so also his disciples would suffer and die on the cross of daily self-denial. And so here, in the space of just a few verses, Jesus proclaimed the whole gospel message and how it applied to daily life. That's, that's why I said what we're going to talk about is, is so basic. It's, it's basic to Christianity, but it's so, so vital to understand not only to know the right answer, but also its application to our lives today. In fact, truly what it means to confess Jesus as the Christ, it means much more than merely knowing who Jesus is or what he came to do in his person and work. It means that his life and all of his suffering became the pattern for our lives. The only Christ that anyone can confess is Christ crucified. And the only way to confess him is to follow him to the cross. Luke 9.23 says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now, this is the definition that Christ offers of what it means to be a true Christian, the terms of biblical discipleship. Jesus gave these terms to all, 
but he was speaking to his would-be disciples. In the interest of full disclosure, he wanted them to know exactly what they were getting into, and further, he was speaking to all of his disciples. They were they were and are no exceptions. When Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, he means that this was the only way to follow him at all. A life of sacrifice, a life of self-denial it is for anyone and everyone who wants to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus. As, as Jesus issued the terms of discipleship, he used three different verbs to describe what every disciple must do. Deny, take up, and follow. These are three different ways of saying the same thing, but each of these has a slightly different emphasis. The first verb is to deny, and what Jesus calls us to do is to deny ourselves, especially our sinful selves, with all of our sinful desires and all of our fallen nature. To deny, it's a strong word of negation. It means to forget oneself entirely, to Reject any thought of doing what we will please rather than to please God. Instead of gratifying ourselves or indulging ourselves in all all the ways of our sinful nature desires, we are called to deny ourselves. We're to reject anything and everything that will get in the way of offering ourselves for the service of God. And yet Jesus calls us in this text to deny ourselves. And by doing so, we're following his example. In becoming man, Jesus denied himself the glories of heaven. In fulfilling the law, he denied himself the pleasures of sin. In dying on the cross, he denied himself protection from pain. And not just physical pain, but also the spiritual anguish of being forsaken by his Father. Now Jesus calls us to deny ourselves so we too may do the work that God has called us to do. This means saying no to sin, no to ungodly eyes, no to unhealthy relationships, no to self-indulgent acquisitions, no to things that waste our time, no to physical pleasures that sap our spiritual strength. It also means saying no to things that are good in themselves but are not God's will for us, at least at present. And at the same time that, that we deny ourselves, there's something that Jesus wants us to take up, and that is our cross. This is a second term for discipleship, and in it, we see the awful agony that Jesus would endure in his crucifixion. The disciples did not yet know this, but later the cross would become a symbol of everything that Jesus did for them and us in salvation. And But for the present, the cross was simply a means of execution. In fact, cross-bearing is something that goes well beyond the ordinary trials of life. When Jesus speaks about the cross, we bear for him, he says, that it must be part of our everyday experience. If, if you want to be my disciple, he says, take up your cross daily. And so Jesus is not speaking about something we do only at the beginning of the Christian life. He's speaking about everyday discipleship. Being a Christian means laying ourselves on the altar of daily obedience to him. Jesus is calling us to daily crucifixion of our own personal cross. In fact, the third verb that Jesus used was to follow. To be a disciple is to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow the Lord Jesus in all of life. But by now it's clear that when Jesus called people to follow him, he meant following him all the way to death. He has just said that he himself will endure suffering, rejection, even death. And now anyone who follows this Savior must be prepared for the same kind of rejection. The Christian life is a life after Christ. It's marked by suffering and by death. He, Jesus bore the cross for us, and so now we bear the cross for him. 
In fact, if we are going to accept the terms of discipleship, if we are going to follow Jesus to the very death, then then we must have some supremely compelling reason for doing so. In fact, Jesus gives this reason in Luke 9, 24, when he says, For whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And the manner of Jesus' expression is essential. He speaks first of those who would save their lives. As it turns out, they will not save them after all, but they would like to. In other words, their aspiration is self-preservation. Their ambition in life, what they will do, is protect themselves. And the word loss suggests a total forfeit, like a ship that is lost at sea with all hands. What we lose in seeking our salvation is absolutely everything, even our own lives. What Jesus means by this is not so much our physical lives, our spiritual lives, not just now, but forever. By contrast, whoever loses his life in Christ will save it. Notice Jesus does not say whoever would lose his life, but in verse 24, whoever loses his life. Jesus is speaking about something more than being willing to lose our lives. He is speaking about actually giving our lives for him. And this is in keeping with his terms for discipleship, which demand that we carry the instrument of our crucifixion with us wherever we go. God has not given us our lives to keep for ourselves, but to give away for him. People who follow Jesus and take up the cross of discipleship end up saving their very lives. This is true in the present because they save their lives from being wasted. Rather than squandering themselves for earthly gain, they spend themselves for the glory of God, for the good of others, which is the only way to avoid uh, leading a meaningless existence. And then in the life to come, they, they will gain an even greater prize, everlasting joy in the presence of God. So to, to give your life to Jesus is to save it now and forever. And as we give our lives away by the grace of God in service for the glory of God, we end up saving them. This is a, this trade-off compels us, should compel us, should fuel us to take up the cross of discipleship in all of life. Well, I want to thank you for listening or even watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.